Hey there, future friends. It is the first episode back in 2023, and this week, we have some father-daughter bonding, we have a crotchety old man, and Chucky better watch his back. This is the week of January 6th, 2023, and you are listening to Future Flicks with Billiam. Welcome to the show, everyone. If you are a regular listener, you may hear it in my voice. I do have a cold. Luckily, it's not COVID. I did get tested. Uh, some of you may know I was on vacation in Wales for the past three weeks or uh, three, four weeks ago. I took a three-week vacation. I've been back for a week. Caught a cold over there because someone in the house I was staying at decided to go play soccer in freezing weather and then walk back drenched in sweat, and then gave everyone in the house a cold. It was a very smart idea. But the good news about this is it makes my voice sound deeper. Not as sultry and as impressive as Ken Petrie from the Watch Your Mouth podcast, but still, I'm going to work with what I have. So yes, this is the first episode back of 2023. I still do plan on doing a Future Flex Awards. I may do it closer to the Oscars or maybe not. Maybe I'll do it in the next couple of weeks and then I'll do an Oscars episode. Yeah, maybe I could do that. That's not a bad idea. But anyway, this is a regular episode. We do have some movies coming out this week. It's going to be a shorter episode, so let's just get on with it. But let me first tell you what it is I do here, just in case you're new. If you are new, welcome to the show. I appreciate you giving me an opportunity to tell you about all of the movies coming out during the week, because that is what I do. I find out about every movie that comes out each week. I tell you what they are, what they're about, and who's in them. And I break them up into two categories. The first category is the limited release section. And in the limited release section, that's it. I just tell you what it is, what it's about, who's in it. Maybe I'll say a word or two if I have some opinions. But really, these movies did nothing to impress me. And let's be honest, you can't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a movie by its trailer. Or at least you should. Because even though we do have the rare exception of movies whose trailers just totally screwed the pooch, trailers are how movie studios sell these to us, so we have to listen to them. We have to listen to what they're trying to sell us. The next section is the wide releases and interesting indies. That's every single wide release, no matter how interesting or good or bad I think it looks. And those indie movies that I do think look really good, or at least notable. I also... I also give those movies a score, which I call the Billiams Interest Level Score, a.k.a. the Bill Score, which goes anywhere from a 0 for those awful-looking movies to an 11 for those movies that turn it up an extra notch. Let us jump into the first segment, which, as always, is the limited releases with a movie called Last Resort. This tells the story of a former Special Forces soldier who becomes a one-man army when his wife and daughter are taken hostage during a bank robbery. This stars Jonathan Patrick Fu from the Tekken movie. Yes, based on the video game Tekken. 
This looks so basic and forgettable that I don't even think I'd pick it up at the dollar store. If I saw it in a little free library, I think I would leave it there. Let's move on to one called Candyland. A seemingly naive and devout young woman finds her way through the underground world of truck stop sex workers, aka lot lizards. That's a charming name. I wonder what incel named them that. This stars Eden Brolin from Yellowstone, William Baldwin from Backdraft, Olivia Lucardi from It Follows, and Owen Campbell from X. The weird thing is that the trailer and this premise are totally off from each other because the premise makes it sound, well, you heard the premise, but the trailer makes it look like some sort of horror where these sex workers in a truck stop are being murdered. I say skip it. Next up is a movie called Imani. Oh, and I'm sorry, Candyland actually is video on demand this week. It looks like not getting any theatrical screen time. Last Resort is limited, and this next one is limited. Imani is about Faith, has it all as a mother and wife, but a year after what she believes was a car accident, Faith discovers that she is an Army Special Ops Lieutenant with classified information. This stars Brittany S. Hall from Ballers, Stephen Bishop from Moneyball, and Demetrius Ship Jr. from All Eyes on Me. And out of all of the movies in the limited section, I think this probably has the most promise, but I don't like movies like this because doesn't that seem like a lot of effort to go through? Like creating this fake world that this person is living in and they don't have, they don't remember anything, but they have classified information. So creating this whole persona and everything for them, it just seems so out of left field. Next up is a video on demand movie called Running With Speed. It tells the fascinating story of how the most dedicated and ingenious video game players in the world compete to set the fastest records of all time. And how they unite at at Games Done Quick to raise millions of dollars to fight cancer. So this is a documentary about speedrunning, but not speedrunning in general, but specifically speedrunners at Games Done Quick. I find speedrunning fascinating. I could never do it. Like, I know my skill level and my temperament, and it's just not for me. But hey, video on demand, if this sounds interesting to you. Two movies left, my friends, in the limited section, and only four movies in the wide releases, so this may be a short episode. Next up, we have a movie called Alcara, limited theatrical release this week, and coming to some streaming service called Mubi on the 24th of February. I've never heard of that one. The life of a family of peach farmers in a small village in Catalonia changes when the owner of their large estate dies and his lifetime heir decides to sell the land, suddenly threatening their livelihood. This is a movie from Spain. And to be fair, this sounds like a movie that could be good. It just had a very, very boring trailer. It could be poignant and heartfelt. So maybe keep an eye on it. And finally, in the limited section, we have another movie that almost made it to the wide releases in Interesting Indies. Almost. It's called Landlocked. This is a limited release. Summoned to his soon-to-be-demolished childhood home, Mason discovers a video camera that can see into the past, driving him to record as many memories as possible before the doomed house is destroyed. This stars no one of note, and it's a very interesting idea. So this guy finds this old video camera, you know, the ones that take the full-size VHSs, and is is recording outside, and sees, I think, young him or something, and he realizes, oh, shit, this camera can see into the past. If I remember right, it's a horror, so I do look forward to seeing where this goes, but 
uh, it's not worth it. If it was coming on video on demand, maybe it would have been in the next section, but not a theater trip. No siree. Well, my future friends, you know, let's just jump into our first break and then we'll be right back with the wide releases and interesting indies. So we'll be right back with a word from our friends at the Somewhat Nerdy Radio Podcast and We're Doing Fine with Robbie and Lisa. Stay tuned. Are you looking for a nerd podcast that touches on every walk of nerd culture? Well, look no further. Somewhat Nerdy Radio is the podcast for you. We cover nerd culture, news, new movie reviews, bad movie reviews, video games, comics, with sprinkles of nerdy nostalgia throughout. Somewhat Nerdy Radio is a flagship podcast of the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. Find us on every podcast app or stream it on somewhatnerdy.com. Good journey, nerds. Hi, I'm Lisa. And I'm Robbie. And we host a show called We're We're Doing Doing Fine. Fine. We're friends from across the ocean. I'm from Scotland. And I'm from California. Join us every week as we chat about biscuits. You mean cookies. Brexit. Whatever's going on here. Who knows? Almost dying. Why we're single. Popular culture. And basically everything and anything that can distract us from this postmodern hellscape we're all living in. Because we're We're doing doing fine. fine. We're back with the wide releases and interesting indies and starting with a movie called The Pale Blue Eye. This is coming out on Netflix and getting a limited theatrical release. Maybe Netflix thinks this could have some uh, awards season play. Who knows? A world-weary detective is hired to investigate the murder of a West Point cadet stymied by the cadet's code of silence. He enlists the help of one of their own to help unravel the case a young man that would come to be known as Edgar Allan Poe. This stars Christian Bale from The Fighter, Henry Melling from The Devil All the Time, or, you know, also Harry Potter, but, you know, f*** Harry Potter, Gillian Anderson from The X-Files, Lucy Boynton from Sing Street, Charlotte Gainsborough from Melancholia, Toby Jones from Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, Harry Lottie from Industry, Simon McBurney from Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, Timothy Spall from Mr. Turner, and Robert Duvall from The Apostle. So yes, Henry Melling is in this. I I think he's a fantastic actor, and I'm so glad he's stepping away from Harry Potter. And and with J.K. Rowling being such a disgusting turf, it's just easier overall to say, f*** Harry Potter, instead of explaining all the time, going, oh, I still like it, but I hate her. No, f*** Harry Potter. Rick Reardon forever, bitch. Back to this movie. Pale Blue Eyes is about this guy that Christian Bale plays, who is like your kind of Poirot-type character. He's a investigator. He looks into murders and stuff. And from what I understand, this is loosely based on real events, but I don't think Edgar Allan Poe was there. And my friends, if you've, if you've been listening to the show for a while, you may have heard me say this before, that one of the reasons I can never be part of a movie debate or any, any sort of movie game show or anything like that is because my memory is so bad that I just can't think of things off the top of my head that fast. I need to I need to research to remember. I need some sort of a little boost. And the reason I'm bringing that up is because I know this has been done before. I know that we've had movies that are somewhat based on a true event and they just put a random historical figure in it. I just can't think of one off the top of my head. Now, again, I could be wrong. This could be fully based on something that really happened. I don't know. But so far, everything that I've read said it is only loosely based on something. But that being said, it looks, it does look good. It looks good enough for a Netflix watch, good enough to sit at home and enjoy, especially if you're living in a part of the country with bad weather right now. Like I'm in the central coast of California. We're getting a lot of rain. Like there's, there's 
panic going on for certain people for getting sandbags because we're not used to this this what this water falling from the sky. What is this? This is new to us. But now is the perfect time to sit back and watch this film. I do think it looks good. Christian Bale is a really good actor. He is talented. I loved his Batman movies, even though I had issues with them. I thought his Batman voice was terrible, especially going on, especially in Batman, uh, The Dark Knight Rises, I mean. It sounds like he's just running out of breath every time he talks. Okay, give me a recording. Oh, sh**, hold on. But they're still great movies. I still love them, even though they're very easy to make fun of. But Christian Bale, I think, is a talented actor. And Harry Melling, I just look forward to seeing him more and more. The Pale Blue Eye gets a 7.5 out of 11. Next up, my future friends, we have a movie called The Old Ways. It's a limited release film. An old gunslinger and his daughter must face the consequences of his past when the son of a man he murdered years ago arrives to take his revenge. This stars Nicolas Cage from Face Off, Ryan Kara Armstrong from Firestarter, the recent one, Clint Howard from Apollo 13, and Abraham Ben Ruby from ER. So we have a Western with Nicolas Cage. That That's it. You had me. You had me at Western and Nicolas Cage. Done deal. But this movie is about this guy who used to be a... I, I'm not quite sure if he was a villain just going around murdering people or if he was just happened to get into a lot of fights or something or what. But he killed this guy years ago and now his son is coming to get revenge. And he gets revenge by killing the guy by killing Nicolas Cage's wife and he wants to get revenge but he has a daughter to think of and his young daughter says no let's let's go you you take me with you and we'll kill this guy so on the way uh, when they're tracking this guy down he's training his daughter on how to be like him this movie doesn't look like it does anything special other than just be entertaining and really what more are you looking for the old ways looks like it's familiar enough to be comforting in a way, but not so familiar that it becomes boring. So The Old Ways gets a 7 out of 11. My future friends, the next film I'm only going to briefly talk about because it's getting a wide release next week. Uh, limited this week. So in select theaters this week, A Man Called Otto. Otto is a grump who's given up on life following the loss of his wife and wants to end it all. When a young family moves in nearby, he meets his match in a quick-witted Marisol, leading to a friendship that will turn his world around. This stars Tom Hanks from Apollo 13. So I do have some definite thoughts on this, but uh, I won't say them, just because I'll save them for next week when it's a nationwide release. But what I will say, and I will repeat next week, is that you could go to the theaters and watch this, or you could just rent the original, or watch the original on Amazon Prime, Fubo, Hoopla... Or free with ads on Tubi or Crackle. The original movie called A Man Called Uva, based on the book by Frederick Bachman of the same name, probably watch that one instead. Now, my future friends, it is time to wrap this episode up with the final release of the week. And the first nationwide release of 2023 is called Megan. Or for being honest, Mthregan. A robotics engineer at a toy company builds a lifelike doll that begins to take on a life of its own. This stars Allison Williams from Get Out and Violet McGraw from The Haunting of Hill House. Yeah, uh, don't don't build 
AI toys. Okay, don't build lifelike things that can learn and grow. Let's not do it. Have you not seen Terminator? Come on. Weird, this toy that I gave the implicit instruction to protect my niece at all costs is protecting my niece at all costs, even if it means killing people. F***ing weird, right? Look, I'm eventually going to watch this movie. It does look interesting, but I am not going to theaters to watch this. Nothing about it says theater watch to me. Though I do think out of all the movies that are coming out this week, if you do want to see something in the theaters, this is the best shot. Just because you're going to be able to find it in more places than you will The Old Ways or A Man Called Otto or The Pale Blue Eye. But still, eh, I, I don't know. Really, I think the only reason I'm interested in this is because it is co-created by James Wan, who brought us The Conjuring Verse. He's a writer. He didn't do the screenplay. Akella Cooper did, who was a writer on things like Malignant, uh, Star Trek Strange New Worlds, Avengers Assemble, Luke Cage. And it's a Bloomhouse movie, too. So those are two things that this has going for it, even though I think this kind of story has been done before. It, it, it could be worse, really. If you go and see a new movie this week and this is it, it could really be worse. This is going to be a standard film. It's not going to do anything special, but it will be entertaining. I don't think you'll be disappointed, but you won't really be wowed. And if you decide to wait and watch it at home when it later comes to a streaming service, or heck, even you own it, I don't think you would be disappointed. Megan gets a 7.5 out of 11. And so, yes, my friends, my future friends, welcome back. It is 2023. We have another year of movies I am very excited to share with you. And I do have another project in the works with a somewhat nerdy crew. So do pay attention for when another show featuring my silky, luxurious voice drops. But for now, my future friends... Thank you for listening. I, I really appreciate it. And it blows my mind that even a handful of people want to listen to me. So I really appreciate it. Thank you for all the years of podcasting so far. Thank you for all the future years that I will, uh, I will provide content for you. So my friends, no matter where life takes you, no matter what your week has in store, just take some time to catch a flick. I'm Billiam from Somewhat Nerdy signing off, and I'll see you in the future.